Welcome back to Selling Your Business with David King. I'm David King, and today we'll talk about how and when to market your business for sale. Some entrepreneurs are the lucky few. A buyer comes along out of the blue, unsolicited, makes a sufficient offer to entice the business owner to sell, and a deal is closed. But for everyone else, the overwhelming majority, the the business owner needs to make a concerted effort to market the business for sale in order to find a buyer and to get a deal done. After you determine your priorities for selling your business, what matters to you? And you envision the ideal buyer. Is it going to be a strategic buyer, a serial entrepreneur, a financial buyer? You decide how and when you will market your business for sale. When you're choosing your sale process, there's a few important factors that you need to bake into the mix. You need to consider the importance of confidentiality to your business. Consider how important it is that the fact of the sale remain confidential, that nobody finds out that your business is on the market, and that information about your business, your trade secrets, your proprietary information, that type of information remain confidential as well. The other thing to consider is the timing. Do you need to get the deal done quickly? These factors play in because you want a good number of buyers. If you have more prospective buyers interested in buying your company and they get involved in this marketing process, you can potentially get a higher price. You bid it up. They bid it up. Um, You'll have a seller's market. However, if you have more buyers, it's typically harder to maintain confidentiality and it will take longer to get the deal done. Broadly speaking, there are two major types of marketing efforts that can be done to pitch your business for sale. There are the directed efforts where your representatives will target your business, they'll target the prospective buyers, solicit their interest directly to the prospective buyers. The other approach is more of the Main Street business approach where you list your business for sale And buyers will come along and solicit information out of you about your business. Typically, a a larger business with more unique products and services, a more of a middle market company, will fall into the first category, the category where you reach out directly to prospective buyers. Smaller businesses, Main Street businesses, which have more common products and services, They will typically use the Main Street approach, the business broker approach of listing a business for sale and trying to gin up interest that way. But even among the targeted approaches to selling your business where you reach out or your agents reach out affirmatively and try to generate interest among buyers, there's several different types of approach. You may have a negotiated sale with only one to three potential buyers. You may have a targeted high-level solicitation where you try to get interest among three to 10 potential buyers. You may have a targeted auction where you have a sale to 10 to 20 potential buyers, or you might have a broader auction, a broad auction with a sale to 30 or more potential buyers. And then this is where you're getting a little bit closer to the line of general solicitation of buyer interest, sort of like a public listing. But for middle market companies, they typically don't do the, the public 
listings sort of approach with any buyer coming along. That's more of the uh, main street types of businesses that sell themselves that way. You'll roll through a number of different questions when you make decisions about how you're going to market your business for sale. Do you believe that you can make a list of strategic buyers, ideal strategic buyers in your industry, people that you know, other businesses you know in your industry who would be ideal acquirers for your company? Can you identify companies that might take you over? Will you pitch your business for sale to sophisticated investors, financial investors like private equity groups or family offices? Will you use a business broker, an investment banker, M&A advisor to promote your business to a targeted group of buyers? Or will you use a business broker or an M&A advisor to list your business for sale on a standard listing service? Lastly, and as kind of a plan B, can you possibly do an internal transfer of ownership either to members of management? or your family, or to employees more broadly. This is not the independent third-party buyer approach, but this is the internal transfer that's often a good fallback if you're not going to be able to find an independent third-party buyer. But again, larger, more unique businesses tend to initiate the buying process with prospective buyers, say a a high-tech company with revenues in the, the tens of millions to the hundreds of millions. And then the smaller businesses, the several hundred thousands of revenue up to the few million in revenue with more common products, they tend to do the the Main Street approach with a public listing, whichever type of business you are. It's extremely helpful to have an advisor who helps you through the process, whether they're called an investment banker, an M&A advisor, or a business broker. They're going to be able to facilitate the early discussions with buyers about your business while maintaining confidentiality about who you are, who your business is, and make sure that there's a good fit before we start making introductions and people know that your business is on the market. These advisors range from major Wall Street investment banks to local business brokers who serve Main Street businesses. All of them typically earn a success fee at the closing of the sale, and it's a percentage of the total proceeds of the sale, and it's typically reduced as the size of the deal. The percentage is lower for the larger deals. Now, there are a number of advantages of using an investment banker, M&A advisor, business broker. For starters, they have a wealth of knowledge about the pool of prospective buyers who may acquire your business. And since they're knowledgeable about potential buyers and they're a good resource for finding prospective buyers, they should be able to find multiple prospects and facilitate an auction of your business so you can have a seller's market. You want more than one buyer at the table. They'll be able to screen potential buyers so you can focus your time on the ones who are serious about buying and financially capable of closing a deal. They have deal experience, so they will be able to guide you through the negotiations and the completion of the sale. They can keep everybody's expectations realistic and keep everything on the path towards closing. Now, at some point, 
in the process of marketing your business for sale, you're going to need to prepare some form of offering document, a promotional brochure about your business. It's like a prospectus for a stock offering. It's it's like a private placement memorandum, and it may be called a a confidential business profile for a, a Main Street business. But it's a meaningful description about your business with recent financial statements and other financial information. It's going to have qualitative data that emphasizes your strengths, and you want to make your business look unique. You need to use this document to attract multiple buyers to make an offer on your business. And the process of pulling all this information is a useful process for you to go through. It's a helpful education before the deal-making starts, so you'll know your competitive strengths and how you're going to market your business for sale when you start in the negotiations with a buyer. Now, the next question is, when are you going to market your business for sale? Some startup companies, some new businesses make money early and the owners believe that they can go ahead and put the business on the market and sell it for a tidy sum. That's true with high tech companies or things that are have value if, if they're operations haven't really developed yet. But apart from high tech, life sciences, software, most businesses need several years of consistent operations to prove their income generating capacity. Some business owners may say, look, I I can't afford to sell. I'm making too much cash out of this business every year. I just can't afford to do it. Well, that's actually the best time to sell a business when you're going to get the most for it. And and if it's generating cash, that's when it's going to be very attractive to a potential buyer and it's going to support a high valuation and financing is going to be available to buy it out for a, a high price. If your business is still dependent upon you and your day-to-day involvement in the operations, in order to be profitable, it probably hasn't reached a stage where you're going to be able to sell it yet. You're going to want to consider the economic climate when you look to sell your business. Now, it's May 4th, 2020. The economy has just done a rapid transformation from being strong by every objective measure to being terribly uncertain at the moment. It This shows you the importance of market timing and the general economic conditions. Now, deals are still happening today, but it is definitely not the same market that it was just a few weeks ago. So you're going to want to be aware of the general economic climate, and you, you may need to delay if the market turns against you. And in addition to the broader economy, there tends to be a 10-year cycle for the sale of businesses where we go through periods where it's a good time to make acquisitions, where it's a good time for divestitures or sales of businesses, and then we go through a period of market uncertainty. So you want to try to time it right so you're selling when it's a good time to divest yourself of a business. For a long time, there's been a prediction among people in the industry of business sales that the baby boomers, people born between 1946 and 1964, the retirement of baby boomers and all those who own businesses would cause a tsunami of sales of businesses at the same time or over the same couple of years. And this would drive down prices and drive down valuations and everybody better look out for this 
imminent tsunami. Well, it hasn't started yet. And business valuations, the data shows it's held relatively solid over the past couple of years. So the number of businesses which have been placed on the market for sale has gone up. But the number of sales which have closed has gone up as well. It's gone up even more. And valuations have held solid. So one explanation is that a lot of baby boomers have done internal transfers of their companies. They've sold them on to members of management, their family, their employees. And since these sales are not put out into the broader market, they don't impact market prices. Now, one of the most important factor in the sale of your business is your own personal situation. You need to consider your own financial situation, your own age, your own health, and consider the fact that you may not be able to close a deal the first time you put your business on the market. Think of how much money you will need to retire. Look at how much money you have saved for retirement, how much money will be coming from other sources, and you need to get a target number for what you really think you're going to need for the sale. And it's good to be working with your financial advisor ahead of time and not look and find out that you didn't sell for enough. Your age is obviously a factor. You can't wait too long to get started on the sale of your business. If you wait too long, it may be very difficult to sell, or the buyer may use your age as a bit of leverage, knowing that it's going to be difficult for you to walk away. Don't wait until you're in poor health to try and sell your business either. And again, it may not sell on the first attempt. You may need to put it back out on the market later. So early planning and early approach is always the best one. So generally, the right time to sell is when your business is strong, when it's generating profits, cash flows, when your industry is thriving, when the economy is strong, and when we're in the right phase of the 10-year business sales cycle. You're going to work with advisors to find the right way to market your business, market it as one that is unique, and you want to generate a seller's market. You want to have multiple prospective buyers who are interested in acquiring you so that you can drive the best bargain possible. With that, I'll sign off and see you next time. Take care.